welcome to Holding the Fort Abroad, the podcast for expats with traveling partners. My name is Rhoda Bangerton and I'm your host. Today I want to talk to you about the essentials for making this life work. So if you're the partner who's home with the maybe children and your partner is away for months at a time, weeks at a time, maybe Monday to Friday and then you come home and you have the weekend together and then they go away again on the Monday. How do you make this life work? So I'm not going to interview anybody today. I just want to talk a little bit about the acronym GREAT. So G-R-E-A-T. Five essentials that I've discovered and that keep coming up again and again when I talk to people who have lived this life and who answer my questions, give me advice and tell me how they do it. So the first one is G, get enough of what you need. And this is something I've had to learn over the years to ask for it, to figure out what it is that I need. And that's not always easy when you're in the midst of it. You're maybe working your own job, plus you're taking care of the home, all the home chores. And if you have children, you're parenting. And a lot of that weight maybe feels that it's falling on your shoulders to keep things rolling. And on my website at www.amulticultureallife.com, you can find some workbooks. And one of them is how to ask for help and get what you need. Sometimes it's about looking at why we don't ask for help. What is it that's stopping us? Someone said to me one day that she's managing really well, except that she gets squeezed out. So if that's you, how do you find the time, rearrange things maybe, so that there's a little bit of time for you? That's something that a lot of people have come back to me and said that doing something for themselves, even a little bit, even if it's five minutes a day, gives them this sense of um, peace and helps them to maybe re-energize. And part of being able to do that is being able to ask for help and get the help that you need. And I don't only mean asking for babysitting help, but thinking outside of the box. Is there maybe a virtual assistant you can hire who can help you with some administration tasks? Something that you're doing repeatedly that's taking too much of your time. Is there a way of stepping back, looking at the task and saying, okay, how can I streamline this? It's a great um, lady on social media and her handle is the lazy genius she's got loads of hacks on how to cut back time on daily tasks and cooking and laundry and it's really simple it's not like oh my word you know she can do it but it's not it doesn't work in real life no these are real hacks that work in real life so the first one is Get, get enough sleep, get enough of what you need, get enough time for yourself, get enough help. And sometimes I found that it helps to ask someone else to come into the conversation. And, and I lay it out in front of them and say, this is my problem. Can you just help me figure it out? Help me figure out what, and what help I need. And in March, we're going to do, I'm going to do a whole challenge if you will on 
getting help, getting help we need, especially as expats, sometimes that can be one of the challenges things when you don't necessarily have an established network or you don't have family nearby. So that's the first one. The second one is R, reconnect, reconnecting properly. That's one of the first pieces of advice we were given by a number of families when I started asking questions about living apart for a few months at the time was just being aware that when your partner comes home after a certain amount of time, it, it's okay to give each other time to just ease back into sharing the same thing. Somebody said to me in an interview that they, they could handle the leaky roof. They could handle like a crisis. But if that partner came back and put the fork in the wrong drawer, oh, they would just mm, get really annoyed. So that is definitely something that we've experienced. I've been giving each other grace, giving each other space to come back in. Someone else told me that they could reconnect really well, but with their partner when their partner came home, but they needed to leave space for their partner to parent again. And the parent in situ, as in, you know, when they're under the same roof again. So that was another interesting insight. And I think if you're listening and you want to just jot notes, jot the, the, the letters for each insight, but also write down maybe one thing that you can do. So one thing you can do to get enough of what you need and one thing you can do during the reconnecting time. And that's um, one of the posts I did a while back, I put the link in about asking each other set questions. So when my husband would come back, I would ask him, do you feel included? Is there anything that you would like us to do in particular? And then he would ask me, is there anything you want me to do while I'm here? Anything that's important for you? And so we had some set questions like that. I'll put the link in there. Also, for those who have partners who leave Monday to Friday, weekends are going to be very short time. Being aware of that, you might not get to the level of reconnection that you want by the time your partner's going back again. In Arlette Chatelaine's interview, she gives some insights about what they did for weekend time in prioritizing family time, but also that each family member is able to have time for themselves. So that's R. E is explore ways to use the distance. I have experienced that it's not always a negative being apart from our partners and for the the other parent to be far. Some people have told me when I was interviewing for my book, for the Holding the Fort Abroad book, that it meant that they were more intentional in spending time together. You can be more intentional in finding out about the other person. Also, we have found, and other couples have found, that it can also be precious time to ask maybe deeper questions of each other. One of the ways that has helped, one of the things that have helped us a lot is the um, Gottman 7, oh, I'll have to write the, the name of the book down, but it's seven ways to make marriage work. And one of them is to make love maps. So 
basically, John Gottman says that we often, as time goes by in our relationships, we forget what the other, or we kind of lose sight of what the other person likes, dislikes, because we just need being with them. So we stop sharing that kind of information with each other. That's the kind of thing that can be done at a distance, learning about each other. In, in the book, there's a ton of questions that we can answer. That's definitely something that can be done. Creativity in using the distance, exploring also what we can do for ourselves, develop a project, a training, or learn something maybe during those evenings where our partner is gone where normally maybe we would hang out. So let's get enough of what you need, reconnect properly, explore ways to use the different, the distance. And then A is avoid knowledge gaps. When your partner is away, there's a ton of stuff going on in their life. And there's a ton of stuff going on in your life. And there's a ton of stuff going on in the kid's life that your partner's not going to be aware of. It is important to share some of that. Now, you might not want to spend the half an hour that you have with them giving them all the information in one go. I think it can be useful, though, to keep some sort of bullet points because I've found that sometimes then they feel excluded because they weren't kept informed of what's going on. They might also feel like they're not in the in-jokes. You might be in your little bubble with your kids and sharing experiences, and then the person who's away isn't sharing those experiences. So somehow avoiding those knowledge gaps so they know what's going on and you know what's going on in their life to ask questions. Ask them what they want and what they want to be kept informed of. You know, do you want to know what's going on with the football club? Or is there anything specific that you want me to keep you informed about while you're gone? That can be a great question to ask. T is tie the worlds together. And in a lot of the interviews that I've done, a lot of the people I've spoken to, there is that sense that although the couple, the partners are not under the same roof, there is that sense that they're in it together. I remember someone saying we're a team. You know, like a lot of people have actually, they haven't used that specific word, but they that's the, what they're projecting, is we're in this together. It feels like they're one unit, even if they're in two locations. That can also help with the reconnection times. Anything that you can tie between the partner or parent time away and then coming back, so working on common projects, maybe a future project, working on something with the children. I met a dad once on a plane. We started talking because we were both, we thought we would both miss the connection. Anyway, so we started talking. I told him what I did, what I do, and he shared a little bit because he was a frequent traveler. And he said that his daughter, they wrote a story together. And he said they wrote pages and pages and pages and pages while he was gone. 
And then he would work on it while he was home, and he would work on it while he was gone. And that created continuity for them in their relationship. She takes it in her stride when he's home and when he's not, because he's present emotionally. And that's something also a lot of people have said to me when they haven't, you know, when they when they felt that their father was present. In this in these particular cases, it was the father. But they said, I, I don't I didn't have an absent father because my father, I always felt he was there. He would send me a card or he would let me know that he was thinking about me. So those are the five letters, the five essentials. Get enough of what you need. Reconnect properly. Explore the distance. Avoid knowledge gaps. And tie the world together. Thank you so much for listening. If you've got any comments, please do let me know. and Let me know how you do it. I'm so interested. I'm always interested in war. Also, if you've resonated with any one of these points, please do let me know on social media, in Instagram, at a multicultural life, on Facebook, or send me an email at rhoda at a multicultural life.com. Bye for now.